Thank you for coming on to the Faking a Podcast for the second time, even though the first episode has not dropped yet. Do you want to give everyone a teaser what the other episode's going to be about? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Oh, uh, because we'll see when you put it out. Marion told me to come on her podcast, <laughs> like, I don't know, probably like two months ago and we recorded it and I'm just not special enough to have been edited into the podcasting <laughs> schedule, so... TBD. I don't think we should talk about it until it comes out. All right. Well, it's going to be a surprise episode then, but it's very exciting. But Mm -hmm. this week, I thought it'd be really interesting if we can talk about Mine Orthodox Life Season 2. We've been hitting some of the numbers, so it's been really good. Thank you, everyone, for the continuous support. Tell your friends, your mom, your sister, your brother, your aunt, all the people, everybody, your classmates. Um, But yeah, I thought that we can talk about a little bit what it's like being in a reality TV show. A lot of people have asked tons of questions and I thought maybe we can talk about where we are right now, where we were when we were filming. So you want to describe your headspace in episode one when we started filming, what you thought season two was going to look like? Um, I think it's always interesting going into a new season because you have like some ideas like they tell you like what's going on in your life but obviously like life is always evolving and changing Mm -hmm. and you're not sure what it will really bring but definitely when we started I was ready to move back into my apartment I was Mm -hmm. living with my mom um ready to like start living on my own and Mm -hmm. start dating and be out there and have fun and explore And I definitely didn't see my mom's divorce uh, starting, beginning, continuing the way that it did and currently is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you didn't see anything that was going to happen happen. What was your like initial response to when everything with Sylvia was going on while the cameras were filming? I think we were all just like in a lot of shock. I mean, I'm... And nobody understood what was happening. It was just like, what the fuck? And Mm -hmm. definitely wasn't planned in any way. Mm -hmm. And I think we were all just trying to grasp our headspace around like how he had really deceived us. Totally. And completely deceived our family, our mother, Mm -hmm. and just their entire business. Yeah. No, it's really crazy. They're planning on going public. They're planning on doing all these things together. And then all of a sudden it was just like, I remember for me, I was working for Ima doing like just elite stuff when I came to New York for filming to work and do an internship. And then just one day she called me on the phone and she's like, Miriam, you need to go into onto my computer right now and download all of my emails right now. And I was like, okay, you know, like I didn't know what was happening. And then a couple hours later, she was locked out of all of her emails. So it was like so fast, everything that happened, which is also part of the craziness. So a lot of people ask questions about just how are we so open with everything? So what were your thoughts on season two, the level of vulnerability that we shared? How did that feel for you? Um, I think for me, there was a lot more, I felt like I had a lot more freedom to share what I wanted to share because it was solely about me as a single person. I think when you're going into a reality show in a relationship with someone, then you need to be cognizant and think about how are they going to feel if you say this, if Mm -hmm. this happens, what, what's their interpretation of it? Mm -hmm. And 
you have to just be mindful. At least that's how I am in a relationship. I'm always thinking about the other person and what my actions are going to do to them, how they're going to affect them. So I was honestly really excited because this time I was going to share what I wanted to share about me and I wouldn't have to think about anybody else's opinions or how it was going to affect them. Mm-hmm. So I think that was something that I was excited about. Cool. Um, just because it's different. You were in a relationship during filming. It's right. different. You have to be on the same page totally. with the person and realize that like maybe some stuff is going to come up that you may have to share. Right. And that's always scary. 100%. Um, but then in terms of like my mom going through her divorce so publicly and letting the cameras roll, like I, I would have never have been able to do that. Mm. Like my divorce, when I was going through like the really shitty, miserable part of it, I was, you know, I was still on social media, but I was not talking about it at all. Mm -hmm. And only once the news dropped, like did people know about it, but I still didn't really share anything until much later on. And I feel like I still have kept a lot to myself and mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I've had that privacy. So the fact that our mom was like willing to share this experience with the cameras and yeah. with all of you um, viewers, I think like shows a lot to her character because she really did feel like sharing this was going to inspire people and show that there can be shitty people in your life, but you have to fight back. Totally. And a lot of people also question whether this is real or not, like whether (laughs) your facial expression is saying it all. But like, I think that we couldn't have been more real, you know? Yeah. You can't make this shit up. Yeah. Like just the the amount of times that I'm in my undershirt, you know, or just like Ima is just, we're crying. And like, it's just that question, like for this season is just, doesn't even apply because we just really let the cameras in into a moment of our lives that was pretty really, brutal, really brutal. You know, um, what is it like now? So it's been a couple months since that's all happened. What is it like now for you looking back and watching the show again? Um, I think that I, I think that I was really true to myself. Like I've had my close friends watch the season and they're like, you are so authentically you. That's, like, wow, that's cool. We know you in real life and like your personality on the show is the same as your personality with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that I always try to be true to mm-hmm. is, and I'm sure you guys see Miriam's the appeaser making everyone happy. I'm a little more shit stirring <laughs> and I get in trouble more often. <laughs> and that's definitely scary to put that out there and right. have people judge you because People aren't going to understand where I'm coming from. And I think that um, I just wanted to stay true to myself and what I was feeling. Even if there were times where I was wrong, Mm -hmm. this was like, it's a learning experience for me as well. I'm learning things. I'm growing as a human being. Mm -hmm. No, totally. I think that the response is good for the most part, but can be brutal at times. Like even today I posted a TikTok about like, like queer sex is better. It was like, it was like a joke. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was I funny. It, it was a joke. Yeah. You need to reference it in your podcast notes. What? That people can watch it. The the TikTok? Yeah. 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 <laughs> people should definitely check it out. But I was looking at the comments and there was like a whole string of comments of people saying, oh, I hate how Miriam always posts about like queer, queerness on her platform. It's yeah, so annoying. Well, it's like, if you don't fucking want to listen to queerness and don't follow me or stop watching my videos. It's like when people complain, oh my God, all the content you post is about being single. Like 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm single. This is the kind of content I produce when I was right. in a relationship. I post a lot of relationship content. Right. And I'm a human being. I'm sharing my life. So mm-hmm. it's going to be about what I'm experiencing right now. And if you don't like it, don't watch. Mm-hmm. Unfollow. Yeah. We don't need you here. Totally. So you kind of have to build that like resilience. And we yeah. have to build it again now that there's another influx of people coming into new kind of hate or new, like I had somebody come up to me the other day when I was out and just like give me a hug and say, I'm so sorry. Aww. You know, that's kind of like what the new wave of people who now are learning about us are doing just because of like what we've been through on the show. Yeah. You know, and then for me, watching back on the show too was is really hard. Like by the premiere, I did drink a fair amount of alcohol. I cried. <laughs> you cried? Yeah, I was bawling my eyes out on like episode two when yeah. I moved back into my apartment because that was me moving back into my apartment, and yeah. that was a really hard experience. Totally. And I was like, thank God, Charlotte Tilbury did my makeup, and they said it. Perfectly. So even though I was bawling my eyes out, wow. I just dabbed my face after my makeup hadn't run. Shout out. Shout out to Charlotte Tilbury. Um, and shout out to my friends who were squeezing my hand, telling me it was okay. Nice. Um, That's sweet. Yeah. 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 It's important to have that support. Totally. My friend Fiona literally flew up from California with her friends to support me. And I was holding her hand the entire time too. So I totally get that. And mm-hmm. what I did was I just looked up because I wanted to cry a billion times. But I cried once. I, I did end up crying. I know. I was like. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Tears running down my yeah. face. And I'm like, don't ruin my makeup. Yeah. So if anyone's wondering if it's hard to relive and watch oh, your trauma, yeah. it's very hard. And I had to force myself to rewatch the show with mm-hmm. my friends. Luckily, I was like squished between like five friends while watching it just to feel better. Because it is literally like reliving trauma. Yeah. You know, like we went through just a massive life shift. And not just that, the entire world now knows what we went through. Just mm-hmm. so weird to wrap your head around. Yeah. You know, and it's not easy. So that's some negative sides of the TV show, but are there any positive or favorite moments that were captured in season two? What was like your favorite like scene or anything that was captured? Ooh, I love all the content or the scenes with my friends. Okay. Yeah. They're funny. They're funny. Yeah, they're this fun. is hilarious. Yeah. Like I was having the best time mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the growth that you see is through my friendships. Totally. Um, cause I never really had like good girlfriends yeah. before. So those are probably my favorite, mm-hmm. um, scenes, just yeah. like seeing that like female bond and uplifting each other and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are probably my favorite. Yeah. I would say my favorite was all the tech related ones. Oh, it was not the pussy party. The pussy party was awesome, but then I got into that fight. Okay. And so but the beginning I, part of it was The beginning fun. party was very cool. Um, somebody created like a noun on Instagram called like, cause Ema mentions a lesbian rager. Okay. So now that's like a lesbian rager noun. <laughs> like Love now that. it's like actually a thing, you know, a place where there's like tons of lesbians, alcohol, and they wrote cats for some reason. We don't have any cats there. Pussy. Oh, pussy party. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> got um, you you got me thanks girl and but yeah I think so yeah the lesbian party the pussy party and then all the tech related things I'm excited for season three if there's a season three when there's a season three not if when manifest you yeah. make it's happening we will find out together everyone yes you will Sounds I can good. actually say right now I think I want to talk about my eating disorder more okay. on the tv show and the other thing I want to talk about is this podcast on kind of just the journey there I think that'd mm-hmm. be fun for next next things what is something that we filmed that didn't make the cut that you would have wished made the cut or that you really liked? 
Um, I think me like talking a little bit more about my divorce, just so like people can have a little bit more insight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also okay with that not being the center of it. I I do like that. It's a lot more about me moving on as a single adult and not like reflecting on the past. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I think a scene that I wish would have made it in there was when Natalie and I went to Muncie and I just showed her my old room and I showed her my old school mm-hmm. and just like what my life was like when I lived there and just where we are now, like bringing a girlfriend, you know, while I'm wearing pants to that community mm-hmm. was a very, it was a very special day. And I wish that they put that in too. I think that was special. I'm, I'm going to advocate for them though in editing. I feel okay. like we've spent so much time reminiscing season one about our life there and right. like how we have changed it. I don't think it was like necessary. Yeah. I understand that was a beautiful moment for you. I but I don't know that like the viewers needed to share in that experience. Yeah, I hear that. The only other thing is that I went there to pick up a guitar. That was then a scene that we did with I did with Aaron playing with mm-hmm. him. So I could have talked about that too, you know, but whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. I mean, like how and where are you right now? So this this show has been filmed a little bit ago. So where are you now? What What's the latest and greatest for Much of a Heart? Um, right now, I have definitely evolved as a human being. I think mm-hmm. when... We were filming. I was in my fuck girl era, going out, having fun, living my best life, not available for emotionally available for anything. Mm -hmm. And now I've been single for over a year and I feel like I have like done the growth and the healing that was necessary for me. And now Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm much more open to something like a new relationship that would be real and uh, that I would be open to. Mm-hmm. So that's like exciting emotionally. Work-wise, um, I, my collection with a clear cut mm-hmm. was a six month thing that went live right after filming ended, but we brought the collection back. So it's currently available to shop cool. at theclearcut.com. So the collection you guys see on the website, I mean, that you see on the show is available for cool. purchase, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. I also have my nail tips that are out with Jane <laughs> Bucket. You. you said what's going on in your life. I'm talking about work. <laughs> and we have four different nail tip designs. It's also its last month. Um, so those are like things work-wise that I'm I was kind on. of working on then that have come to fruition. Cool. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Anything else? Uh, no. Nothing else. Everything else is kind of the same. Still doing social media, Instagram, TikTok. Anything you want to plug? Are you like talking about something specific? Yes. Oh, my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, is, am I dating someone that I don't know about? <gasps> oh, oh my God. This oh. is so exciting. Oh, yeah. Guys. Guys. <laughs> I. I'm starting a podcast. It's called Heart to Heart. Yeah. The first episode is dropping very soon. We mm-hmm. will write in the notes the date. Yes. And I have a big shout out to Miriam who helped me with the gadgets and editing and all that stuff because I find technology really scary sometimes. And like, I love the creative concept and talking, mm-hmm. but then all the other stuff that goes into it is like really daunting. So mm-hmm. thank you for your help. Of course, I love the tech as much as I love the creativity. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. (laughs) So I'm happy to share all my knowledge that I had Mm -hmm. with you. Um, But yeah, where I'm at for me, I'm going to hear. So I'm no longer in relationship, Natalie and I. (laughs) 
T, spell the T. <sighs> when I asked people to like, versus like what questions they had for us, I think 70 to 80% of it was, are you still with Natalie? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and so the answer is no, we are no longer together. We are just friends now. We decided to not be together anymore. Uh, and so maybe I'll do an episode with her and we'll go into it. We'll see. But really? Yeah, she 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 was down. I spoke okay, to her about it. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, so we'll see. We might do that. Uh, so stay tuned for that episode. And right now I'm still in school. I'm helping my mom with her startups and doing this podcast. Yay. That's what's going on Really with me. amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and so I think that's everything. But Trevor, is there any other things you want to share with people in regards to my Orthodox life? Ooh, um, no, I think watch the show, mm-hmm. share with your friends, follow us both on social, Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. Snapchat, YouTube, and obviously subscribe to our podcast. Yes. They want to do my outro with me. I say kisses, bitches. Sure. Ready? Three, two. Kisses, kisses bitches. bitches. Yours is like scary. Mine's like, kisses, bitches. And you're like, kisses, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Kisses, Bye. bitches. Bye. Bye.